Hey everyone, you're listening to another episode of Water Break. Today, T and I are discussing which in-game feat is the most exciting to watch. Later on, we go back and forth on which baseball record is going to be the hardest to break. We've got a great show coming up. Enjoy. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Cavan, and I'm here with my co-host, Terrell Thurlgood. What's up, everybody? We want to welcome you to Water Break. Here on our show, we are going to have conversations with each other, as well as with a variety of other guests who are just as involved and as passionate about sports as we are. From professional athletes, to coaches, to college players trying to make it big, to the high school athlete trying to earn that scholarship, and everyone in between. Whether you're a coach, player, or just a fan, we are here to have unique dialogue and perspectives on topics we have thought about, talked about, and are now excited to bring to you. So be sure to stick around, hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now, and get ready to relax and take a water break. Welcome back to another episode of Water Break. Hope you uh, enjoyed your weekend. I know I enjoyed my Raya. How about you? How was your weekend? It was good. Um, you know, just staying busy, hanging with the little guy, with the fam. And uh, just in enjoying the the time off. You uh, do you watch any good shows lately on uh, Netflix? I know it seems like since since Tiger King kind of went went off, it's uh, you know Netflix is uh, kind of for me been you know not uh, where I've been. I've been on YouTube, just Net- falling down the YouTube wormhole. Right. Wormhole. Netflix just kind of turns into this thing where my wife and I, you know, now during the day with obviously with Chandler, he's eighteen months. And with my wife expecting another little one. Oh, we, oh, that's right. You guys, you got another one coming. We on got the way. another one on the way, and so we we don't have, you know, with with my wife, you know, usually during the week taking the, the majority of the around. time with him. I try to on Saturdays and stuff, you know, take a little bit of that load off, and then, you know, just by the time everything's done, Netflix kind of turns into the thing that puts us to sleep. So we usually just turn on the office or or a show to kind of just calm us down a little bit and then get into a good night rest. So I'm assuming the like the office is that's your show. That is, is there, my show. Is there a show like Damaris forces you to watch? Or no, we're both on the same page with the office. Oh, she's like a big office fan too. She's yeah. She we we've actually had many debates on who is the bigger fan. Um, really? Yeah. It it's definitely me. I wonder if she should come on the show, like, and, you and just debate go, it. You should go, you should go at it. I, I think I can quote The Office more than her. I think I, I, I'm sure there are Office fans out there that are bigger fans than me. I've yet to meet one, though. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm being dead serious with this, not exaggerating at all. I've yet to meet someone that can quote The Office as much as I can. Give me, give me a top three of your favorite Office quotes. Oh, the top three. Uh, top three, right off the top of your head. Now you're putting me on the spot. You, it here. doesn't even. It doesn't have to be like you can go back <laughs> and re-listen to this and be like, no, I don't like those three. Top of your head. Now like, everyone's like, gonna hate on yeah, me though they because they're like, gonna critique me. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I can. I guess I can tell you <laughs> your, my, your, my your top favorites. Moments. Your favorites. Then I, you don't. I don't you know can't if say I can say my favorites. Right. Um, I think when probably my favorite my favorite episode is the dinner party episode. If you've seen that, um, yeah. with uh man with with michael and jan and just the drama there and when he, she throws the dundee at the tv good luck paying for that it's the most fantastic episode ever if you haven't seen it you got to watch it um, go check out the office people you know I, I know i have a lot of i know a lot of people who hate the office but i i, I enjoy it i'm 
It's not my favorite show. I'm, I'm more of a Parks and Rec. I love Parks and Rec too, too. But I've seen The Office. Mm, you know it. You I, can I, close to twenty times all the way through. You've pretty much written the script for the show. I feel like I could have. I know. Yeah. Like I know that I know the characters. Like I'm. <laughs> I'm connected to them. Should we one. should we move on? <laughs> yes, move okay. On. This has nothing to do with sports. No, yeah, nothing so. to do with sports. Just a little little Netflix talk. There we go. Um Yeah, so today's episode, um, I'm kinda looking excited for this topic. Um because we both like we've mentioned before, we both played sports and um a lot of these uh, you know, as you're playing the game, you kinda just I know for me when I played I wasn't always the best player on the team, mm-hmm. so I always kept track of my stats in my head because they were kind of few and far between. Like, oh, I scored six points today, <laughs> <laughs> like in a basketball game, playing pickup, <laughs> playing pickup. Play, play, I had three threes. <laughs> yeah, I was pickup today. <laughs> I, like, I had eight rebounds. How do you score? know in pickup yeah. you had eight rebounds? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so today's 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 topic discussion. We're talking. What's the most exciting in-game accomplishment to watch? Mm-hmm. So it's like we talk about the we, we talk about this. We're we're looking at not a particular record that someone set. Um, we're just talking about as you watch a game, something that you know an achievement someone does in a game that doesn't happen all all the time, or sometimes it does happen often. Yeah, and it's just fun to see someone make that accomplishment. Yeah, so. As we go through, uh, Rye, let's uh, let's talk about it. What's the most? What's your most exciting sports accomplishments in game to watch? So as I thought about this, a few of the things that I wanted to kind of help to navigate my decision. Um, number one, I think we get excited when things are rare. Yeah. When they don't happen very often, they become much more exciting. And things are exciting when they're unpredictable. Um, so I have two, uh, one, I have one real one, but the first one I, I wrote down was just kind of my, your honorable, yeah, mention. my honorable mention here yeah. is a hole in one in golf. Ooh. And, and, and I know I, I'm not a crazy golf fan. I, I guess this is mainly speaking from someone who is a below a, a mini average golfer. below amateur, a putter. <laughs> no, I, <I'm> <laughs> but below, I'm, I would say I'm a below amateur golfer. Yeah. And, uh, and so to me, a hole in one just seems impossible. And, and, and we've seen them. Like, yeah. It's not like they're, you know, it's, it's not, not the like they are, are impossible. impossible. <laughs> but when you're on the field, as a, again, as a below amateur, <laughs> they <laughs> seem impossible. Yeah. I guess it would mainly be for someone who's never done it before. Yeah, it seems, it seems imp- impossible. I mean, again, if you've done it, it's not impossible. It's like me. I'm, you know, 5'8", and I've never dunked a basketball. So it seems, it like seems impossible. It seems impossible. Yeah. So for me, golfing, it's just like when I'm on the course, it's like there's no way on God's green earth that I am going to get a hole in one. Yeah. Um, but when it happens, uh, it's, it's really, it's, it, there is skill, but so much of it is luck, right? right. I mean, a hole in one. I mean, yes, you can, you, it takes skill to place it there, but really to get it in, it's not like a putt. Like you... It is, it's somewhat luck to get a hole in one. Yeah. I mean, yes, the best golf players in the world, they can place it to where it lands on the green, but with to, the wind, yeah, to actually get the hole in one, that, the blade of grass, it's luck. Right. And so to me, that's, that's extremely exciting. That, that luck factor, that, that rarity factor. And then to me, the, as someone who doesn't golf very much, but does and enjoys it, it, 
seems impossible. So it's so exciting when it actually happens. Um, I mean, you, you know, I mean, look at what MJ did. Um, Michael Jordan did in Space Jam when yeah, he hit that hole in one. <laughs> he went to another universe. Yeah, went, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was, unbelievable. It was, it was out of this world. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, hole in one is my. That's my honorable mention. Yeah, and even even in putt putt because that's my <laughs> realm of golf. Let's not bring up stories of us. Of us putt putting. No, no, not putt putting. <laughs> when, we, when we went golfing in in Vegas. Oh, at uh, Top, Top Golf. golf. <laughs> you are literally the worst golfer. Actually, you and Sammy, I, I'm not. <laughs> you guys were the worst golfers ever. That was hilarious. Like I don't have the patience for it. No, no, you just didn't even care though. You were like it. What you weren't even. It was just funny because it's not like you were mad that you weren't good. Like you just weren't trying. Like it was. I, I have did, videos I, of it. It's, it was unbelievable. I did try. I just. I, I just once. You, you feel like you have the perfect swing and you do it and you just miss. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's just one of those like I don't know how. So a hole in one to you seems really really impossible. impossible. <laughs> so I know when it happens for me in putt putt. That's like the the highest yeah. achievement. You feel possible. great. You feel great when you when you hit a hole in one and putt putt. It is very rewarding. You start swinging the club around yeah. like you're like you're good. And you do that that tiger like the, t- yeah. the tiger <laughs> fist pump. Yes. And uh, you start looking around. Next the, time you come the, out, you wear a red polo. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you look at the other ten year olds there, and you're like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Drinking your slushy <laughs> and a uh, and a pretzel that was cooked two days was, ago. Like, yeah. Uh, so that's my honorable mention. Okay. But to me. Because of how rare it is and how, f- how few times it's happened in the history of this sport is why I'm picking this is in baseball, the perfect game. Okay. Listen, there have been 23 perfect games thrown in major league history. No one has ever thrown a perfect game twice. There were two perfect games in the same year on two occasions, and there was three perfect games thrown in 2012. For those of you that don't know baseball, a perfect game is no walks, no hits, no errors in the game. And this this is what, to me, is unbelievable, too. It's not just in nine innings. This is the entire game. You see, two players allowed hits in extra innings to cause them to lose their perfect game. How crazy is that? Yeah. So two players, one one in the 10th inning, one in the 13th inning. He threw a perfect game for 12 12 innings, innings, but because his team could not get him run supports, he lost his perfect game. I mean, it's... and that and they mentioned it when I was when I was reading on on uh, online. There was they they call them like honorable mention perfect games because it was nine straight innings. Yeah, that's I I I would be heated. But they they don't <laughs> include that. Yeah. Um. And so that's MLB, kind of the frustrating thing about even baseball's perfect game is how sweet it is to get the perfect game, but you're so reliant on other people. That's that's what's crazy about baseball. A pitcher can do so much 
and can lose a game. You know, an error from your from your teammate. You oh know, yeah, missing a ground ball or dropping the fly ball. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's that's what's crazy on about baseball is it's so individual, but you rely on everyone's individuality in on the field. Yeah. You know, I mean, and there are like, you know, you throw into the cutoff man from the outfield and, and, you know, there, there are, there are things where it is a team sport, but I think everyone would agree, you know, with, even with a pitcher and with a, like, you know, individual stats are important to baseball. Yeah. Um, and so and MLB is major league baseball is America's pastime. The MLB has been around since 1869. Since that time, 23 perfect games. 151 years and only 23 times has it happened. It's extremely difficult and has been something proven through history to be one of the most amazing accomplishments in all of sports. Not just in baseball, in all of sports. I, I agree with you. That, that The perfect game is tough. Because when was the last one was like... 2012. That was, that was uh, King Th- Felix, right? Yep. Three individuals through a perfect game in 2012. Oh, so there's more. Yeah, okay. in 2012. But still, I mean, imagine that three of them happened in one year. But <laughs> then before that, only 20 in the history of Major League Baseball. Yeah, and then since that was, what, eight years ago, that last happened. Yeah, nothing in eight years. Wow. I mean, it's, and again, there there have, you know, there have been more no-hitters. Get close. Yeah, yeah. There have no been hitter. more no-hitters, and there have been some that have come close but 23. I mean, and think about the, the immense pressure, not only, so for the pitcher, there's pressure for the pitcher, like pressure that you're coming into the ninth inning, you've had a perfect game through eight innings, and you're coming into that, and you have to get three outs. And it's, you know, that in baseball, that unspoken thing, you don't speak about it when it's happening. Yeah. But the pressure, you know you it's feel- there. Yeah, and imagine being one of the fielders, knowing <laughs> being out there, I, I, yeah. knowing your your teammate, your homie, your brother is out here straight destroying right now. His and, legacy is, and like, you could yeah. be the reason that he doesn't get this perfect game. An error could ruin it. Because even I mean, think about some of the guys who've pitched the perfect game. I think of the guy. Uh, a few years ago for the A's. Um, oh, man, his name's slipping me. Yeah, I forget his name. I mean, because he's not a big name. He's not a big name, but he did it. And I just remember seeing on Sports Center, and um, I want to say, man, that was probably like 2000, 2010. 2010, okay. Um, but, yeah, he, he he accomplished that, and it was like he his name was in lights for – And it wasn't before. It wasn't before. No one knew him, and obviously forgot his name, so since um, – He hasn't done much since. He hasn't but. done much since, but when he, you know – pitched the perfect game like he's in the record books he's in the record books like that's a legacy type thing and it is yeah the pressure it's immense pressure for teammates for that individual and that's why i think it's the most amazing accomplishment in sports you make a good argument that is that is a tough accomplishment um i'm gonna go i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk a little bit about baseball too okay um what I think probably the most ex- one of the most exciting things I've got two. Okay. This first Both baseball. Um, one baseball. Okay. Um, this first one I'm gonna talk about baseball, and this one's hitting for the cycle. Oof. Which is very tough. Oh, extremely. I mean, I'm not. I was. I wasn't a great baseball player. 
um, to get on base was a win for me. Um, but hitting for the cycle, if you're not a baseball fan, you don't follow it. Um, that is hitting a single, double, triple, and a home run in the same in the same game. All in the same game. Um, so obviously, if you break it down even more, if you don't know what single, double, triple, home run is, you get you hit the ball, you get on first base, you hit the ball again, you go hit, touch first, and get all the way to second base, and then you hit the ball again, you touch for a second, and then you stop at third base, which is a triple, and then home run obviously goes over the wall um or you just hit it so far in the park you can run through all four bases without uh ever getting out i hope that you're is, listening to the podcast that is you know you know what a home run is i hope i don't have to break it down even that, that was the breakdown <laughs> the <laughs> the spark notes version of of baseball there you go now um, you can yeah, go out and I'm play sorry, baseball i apologize for insulting you tell your baseball <laughs> tell you just insulted uh, every everyone. every sports fan um i apologize for that but maybe there um, were but some, maybe there were yeah maybe there were some you know this show is not designed just for only sports fans you yeah. know if you if you uh just enjoy good conversation then that's what the show is for too as well definitely um so anyways hitting for the cycle is is very difficult it's extremely difficult and and to watch a player do it. I almost kind of like equate it to like in uh in basketball, you know, with, with its triple double. Even though triple double is a little easier now. I think with basketball's triple double like ten years ago, that was something you you tracked. I think because it happens so much now and even Oh yeah. It, it happens so much you don't even know what happens until after the game is over. Like, oh so and so had a triple double. I'm like, oh wow, I didn't even know he had a triple double. Yeah, because it's cause big men are getting it all the time and and, and, and everyone, you know, everyone LeBron gets, and yeah. Russ and James and all these guys are getting it all the time. Yeah. But But I agree with you. But 10, tra- 15 years ago, like it was if you got a triple double, it was it was on not like all over like crazy, but it was on Sports Center. Like, no oh, top ten, yeah. He got, he got a triple double tonight. Like that was that was a big deal. You were tracking, yeah. They they yeah. kept popping up, you know, that person's stats. And so the same thing with baseball, just watching them. You know, it, it it's hard to to get on base as it is, but then to do it four times really. Well, yeah, because um, even even in baseball, going four for four, yeah, or four for five in a night is ex- incredibly impressive. It's a great night, and so to. <laughs> to do all of that in one night, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. But that is not the most exciting thing to watch for me. Okay. Um for me the most exciting for me the most exciting uh sports in game accomplishment is the hat trick. And I'm gonna oh. go soccer's or footballs. Okay. Hat trick. Um, I know you can you can get a hat trick in hockey. Yeah, I was gonna say, are we going trick. hockey? Or and, it, and it st- I think it started in cricket is when the hat trick oh, okay. first started. But uh, I'm gonna be honest, I don't watch any cricket. I don't think I've ever seen a cricket match before. <laughs> Apologize to the cricket fans out there. Um, but uh, but I'm gonna go soccer over hockey's hat trick. Um, I think I'm not gonna break down hockey too much, but uh, I just enjoy it for me, enjoy watching the soccer game a little bit more. And I think with hockey, just being able to even push, you know, the puck a little closer to the net makes it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think with, with soccer getting is getting close to the goal, getting close to the goalkeeper with it's the soccer ball is, is difficult. Yeah. The um, length of the field too. The length yeah. of the field. Yeah. So, so that's why I do like watching soccer's hat trick a little more. And for those of you, again, don't know, don't follow soccer. Don't know what the hat trick is. That's scoring three goals in a single match. Um, doesn't have to be consecutive goals, but at any point, scoring three goals. Yeah, that's super difficult, especially and how low-scoring soccer games. Exactly. Are. I mean, and and 
yeah, like you said, it's hard enough as it is to score three goals as a team, let alone one player mm-hmm. to score soccer. And for me, I didn't watch a ton of soccer growing up. I did play um, in the summer times. Me and my friends would uh, we'd play, you know, on Saturday mornings. We play some soccer. So, I mean, I enjoyed playing this. I enjoyed playing the game. And I do know how hard like I always got put in, in the back as a defender because I couldn't kick or couldn't shoot very well or strike very well. You were just so super fast. I was just fast and could could uh play I was good a goalie defense. because could I not, was not good at kicking <laughs> and I was slow. Exactly. <laughs> but uh so I so I, I know I just I just have playing just by playing this sport mm-hmm. I know how difficult it is and the amount of patience patience it takes to score in a you know in a soccer game. Um so like I said I didn't watch it a ton but I have been watching it a little more as of late, uh, one of our good friends, Josue, shout out to Josue. He uh, got me back into watching soccer okay. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the execution of scoring, uh, scoring a soccer goal. Um, because like I think of football, I look at football, the kicker, right? They already struggle. They struggle, you know, with with not a ton of interference. I know you can block the kick, mm-hmm. but once the kick is in the air, it's yeah, you know, it's over. But with soccer, not only you have to get it, get past the defenders. Then you have to get you know score on the goalkeeper, which makes it tough. That's just it's, it's it's that's hard to score, and so it takes a lot of patience and a lot of precision, focus, accuracy to make you know to score a goal. A lot of in things soccer. go into scoring a goal in soccer. Yeah, definitely. So I and I think to do that three times in a game is is pretty cool to watch. Like I go back, probably the the most recent hat trick I saw. Um, and there's probably been a lot since, but one of the more memorable ones for me watching live was the 2015 women's national team mm-hmm. against Japan. I remember watching that game at my parents' house. Um, and just like the U S women's team dominance, women's teams dominance in that whole world cup was, was unbelievable. And and we haven't done a, a segment. We probably will in the future on most underrated teams. Yes. I would say the women's, the U S women's national soccer team, is very underrated they They've, they do not get the love and the respect they deserve no i mean they've just been consistent yeah year i mean year in and, and year our out. men's team is hot garbage oh yeah <laughs> like just it's, hot it's, garbage it's so bad so yeah. um so shout out to the women's national team but i just remember watching that game against japan and carly carly lloyd's hat trick um was sweet i mean it was i believe it was the fastest hat trick really in world cup history um and so i mean she she scored like within the first I want to say like sixteen minutes or something like something crazy like that, um, you know. And then her last goal was uh, the kick from midfield. Um, and if you haven't seen that play, it was just that was like the heat, a heat check moment for her. Like yeah. she was <laughs> the ball was just roll the ball was just rolling to midfield, and she just just punted the ball from midfield, went right over the goalie's she head. She felt real good. Yeah, she, like that was. That was a sweet play. I remember tweeting about that game. Like that was a, that was a crazy moment. So I, I like I, for me the soccer hat trick is in, is an incredible sports feat. That's my favorite one to watch. Yeah, I think it's I think this discussion is cool because it's all based upon you know your enjoyment as a fan, your your opinions, your enjoyment as a fan. There's not really anything to really debate here because it's it's really what we we just enjoy individually. Yeah, and there are you know I in basketball I do enjoy sing a triple double and I'm sure we could have said a quadruple double um because that's so rare that's, when it yeah. happens um I think the last person to do it was the admiral the admiral yeah yeah and David, David Robinson, Robinson was the last person to do that ghost birds go and <laughs> <laughs> so that's really rare and that's extremely 
amazing to watch, but um, you know there were there were so many good ones we could have we could we could have said, but um, I think the ones we mentioned were were definitely great achievements uh, to watch as a sports fan. Yeah. So since we've we've chatted some about MLB today, T, um, want to continue talking about that. I love baseball. Um, you know, we we both are Dodger fans. That's the one team that we. We'll agree on. We agree on. Except for when we're watching the Olympics and the United States are playing, obviously. Yeah, but we also agree, <laughs> we also we also agree, agree on, on the United States. But um, as far team. as uh, professional sports here, um, we, would, we would agree on the Dodgers. And since we're thinking about baseball here, there are some, some records, some MLB records that just seem impossible to break. There, mm. are, there are many of them. Yeah. Like, we we could have done a whole episode on this. Yeah. I mean, as you research, there are tons that we could have named, and uh, I think we each chose about two or three. And so maybe we'll just go every other. You share your first, I'll share my first, and then we'll just kind of bounce back and forth off each other. All right. Um, so I, I look at uh, a lot of these accomplishments, and the one that really stuck out to me, like right off the top of my head, I was thinking of the home run record by Barry Bonds. Yeah. Um, 762 home runs. Because it didn't seem like, Anyone was going to ever beat Hank Aaron. Yeah, Hank Aaron had it for for a minute since oh, yeah. the seventies, I, I believe it was. He had had that record, and uh, and so Barry Bonds, you know, not. I mean, for me, getting to actually watch it, um, I want to say that was two thousand seven. I think is when he broke the broke the record. Barry Bonds playing for the the San Francisco Giants. Um, he had seventy three, I think, home runs in a in season. The season like back in two thousand two. Yeah, 2002, somewhere around there. Still holds that single season record. Yeah, and they they, I want to say they won the World Series. They did not. They, they lost didn't. to the Angels. They in lost 2002. to the Angels. They lost to the Angels. Okay. Yeah. Um, they were in the they were in the World Series. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so for, so for him hitting this home run record and then setting the record for, uh, you know, home runs, I think is a is a very tough accomplishment. Only three people have over 700. Yeah. You mentioned Hank Aaron, and then Babe Ruth, also has over 700 home runs. So I, I thought of that one. Um, for me was like my honorable mention of, of baseball achievements. And I know people are going to talk about the, uh, the steroids, which, you know, is another topic, another conversation for another day. Um, which I think it's still a record though. uh, Yeah. yeah, It's still a record nonetheless, you know, and, and whether you agree with what he did or not. And if you think he cheated, if you think it helped him, it's still a record. It's a record that was broken and it's set. So I think that one's uh, an honorable mention of a record that is going to take a while. Yeah. I think it can be broken, Yeah, but it, it's, it's been a while since. So funny. Now that we mentioned the steroids, I kind of want to jump. I, I wanted to jump on that. Yeah, I know. We wanted to talk about Talk that. about that right now, but that's, that's not what we're going to do right now. But we do have that in a, in a future maybe, episode Maybe in a future up. episode. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, I, have, I have three that I chose. So I'll, I'll go with, um, I guess, my honorable mention that I have two that I, couldn't, I just couldn't choose between. Um, so the reason I chose this one is, uh, because of the people who are on their leaderboards and, uh, it's, uh, a hitch, the hitch streak record, uh, the most games, consistent games in a row with a individual player having a streak and, uh, Joe DiMaggio holds that record 56 mm-hmm. games, um, in 1941 and listen to this, uh, uh, Willie Keeler, um, in the 1800, 1897 held this record. Pete Rose, 1978. I mean, Ty Cobb, 1911. Those are just a few of the top three, three or four guys in the top six, top five, top six here. 
um, these record holders are from <laughs> like 1970, 1940, 1897. Like this, these records, this record hasn't been broken since 1941. Um, and the reason I think that it's going to be extremely difficult to break is because of where the MLB is now. Uh, we're, most major league players are not looking for base hits. They're looking for home runs. Yeah. They're swinging for the fences. And so because of that, batting averages have dropped. Hit streaks have dropped. Consistency has dropped. On-base percentage has dropped um, because players are looking for bombs. And that's that's what the fans want. As fans, that's what we want to see. We want to see home runs. And uh, that's what the players want. So Yeah, and a little fun fact, that was the same year uh... – Pearl Harbor was attacked, and then uh, Mr. DiMaggio served in World War II. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So joined the uh, the Air Force, I believe, just, wow. a, just a couple of years later. After our <laughs> trivia expert, <laughs> that should have been a question. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these served in the military? <laughs> World War II. What's your next one, T? Um, so for me, I this is this is my my opinion on the baseball record that will probably never be broken. Okay, in my lifetime at least um and that is from the by the uh this record was set by the uh the iron man mm. the shortstop from the baltimore orioles bruce willis i'm just <laughs> kidding cal Ripken Ripken jr ac green cal Ripken jr uh he, he i think he looks a lot like bruce willis they're like they're like twins i was saying ac like. green because that's also his nickname is oh, well, oh the okay. nba Iron oh, okay Man, yeah but, so okay. throwing the lakers okay <laughs> yeah. cool <laughs> um no yeah cal ripkin he uh so he so he played a consecutive uh, he has the record for consecutive games played and uh he's got a record two thousand six hundred thirty two consecutive games played yeah this was done impressive. over the course of a little over 16 seasons in the MLB he uh so the previous record holder was Lou Gehrig um who who had uh, 2130 games played and so it took Cal Ripken a little over three years to uh to break that record um so uh, Lou Gehrig did it in 14 seasons, I believe. And then Cal Ripken, a little over 16 seasons, did that. And so for me, that's tough because that's going to take a player to have to play six, to have to play 17, 17 straight seasons and not miss a game. And I, and I think just even the, with the climate of today's baseball, with players taking a lot of rest days oh, yeah. and days off, I just, I don't see that. I don't see a player ever going to, you know, touch that record. Yeah, I think um, with the trainers now and stuff like that, with yeah. the new medicine, it's they're now, you know, obviously I think they knew it before, but they were just, you know, play, play, play. And now it's, all right, let's save you for this. Let's, yeah. you know, it's baseball load management, you know, essentially. But it's also, it's also kind of because it wasn't like Cal Ripken was just, you know, a regular guy. Like he's, he's one of the top five shortstops in MLB history. Mm-hmm. And, and so, cause I think of like other players who've, played a lot of games in their career i think Derek fisher had like a long career uh uh, you know a lot of games he played in the nba Mm -hmm. um eli manning played a lot i know he won two super bowls but you know we won't talk we won't trash eli manning too much (laughs) um you know so i mean there's so there's guys who who play a lot of games um but then just kind of have a 
you know, a drop off. But Cal Ripken, you know, he's a star, two time MVP, World Series, World Series champion, 3000 hits, 430 home runs, um, almost 1700 RBIs. So and, and he's got the, you know, for the, for his uh, consecutive games played, he got the commissioner's historic achievement award. And of course, he's, he's in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. I, I think, you know, he wasn't just he didn't play 17 years and he was, you know, a good player. He was one of the great players in MLB history and continue to play. So I think, you know, as we talk about the load management, you know, I don't I think you can still get the best out of a player. It just takes you know, keeping your body right and taking, you know, taking care of your body. And obviously, you know, injuries are part of the game. You know, you, sometimes it's just bad fortune with, uh, with injuries, but you know, he's, he's the guy who's proven you can play every game, you know, for almost two decades and still put up big numbers. So, but I don't know. I, yeah, like I said, I think with the load management players taking uh, days off it, uh, I don't think that, I don't think that record will definitely take a special breed of a, of a person to, to, because you know the trainers are going to be requesting and suggesting to take take a game off here or there, and so it would take someone to just be like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm going to grind this out. I'm going to keep going." Yeah. You know, it would almost be someone who wanted to break the record or who wanted to have that said about him. Um, I think that's a good one. I do. Um, uh oh. <laughs> I have two here. Um, I, I think this this next one I'm going to mention. I think you might be right. Yours is probably going to take longer to break than this one but but the next one I'm going to say I think is going to be the hardest to break. Hmm. Um this one is career wins uh which is held by Cy Young. Okay. And uh 511 yeah. career wins. Um, I thought about that, but and it's almost 100 more than the person who has the second most career wins. And uh so and then after that it goes 373, 373, 365. I just think, again, with where baseball is now, um, how they spread out their pitchers more now, where before he was pitching a lot more than the big-name guys are now. Yeah. Um, they're, they're saving them and resting them more to be ready for playoffs and be ready for the World Series and things. So I don't think that record would be broken. But this one, this next one I'm going to mention, I, I don't know if it will ever be broken. All right, let's hear it. And that is most career stolen bases held by Ricky Henderson. The man of steel. 1,400 career stolen bases. Yep, that's... All right. 1,400. (laughs) Next in line after that, Lou Brock. Don't even know who Lou Brock is. (laughs) Never heard of him in my life. I just looked this up so I could see... 938. Ricky Henderson has almost 500 more stolen bases than the second leader in career stolen bases. And he has he has the record for steals in a season? Or he is did. That, no, he it did. got broken. Got he broken. did. Okay. And Lou Brock has 938. Billy Hamilton, 914. Ty Cobb, 897. I mean, it just keeps dropping down and down and down. I just don't see that getting yeah, broken. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even <laughs> go to there to the steals. Yeah, because with with how good pitchers are today. Oh yeah. That uh, and even even the catchers are so much more alert and aware. I yeah. mean, you think about 
you know, to me, the, the best baseball, um, you know, the fast, I guess not the fastest, but the base best base runner in the past 10 or 15 years is Carl Crawford. Mm -hmm. Um, Carl Crawford was great. Um, when he was on the Rays, then he started getting a little bit chunkier when he got to the Red Sox. And then when he made it to the Dodgers, he was, he he was pretty chunky. Yeah. (laughs) But when he was on the Rays, I mean, he was quick Yeah. and he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't going to beat Ricky Henderson's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't even a consideration of thought, you know? I just don't see it happening with where baseball is now with, like you said, the pitchers, the catchers, where they're at um, with players um, taking nights off, taking, you know, I just, I don't think it's going to happen. I almost feel like baseball needs to maybe even have like this new era of records, like almost not erase what happened, but kind of taking a little more consideration like how much the game has changed. I mean, I know every, I know a lot of like sports can say that like their games have changed, basketball's changed, football's changed. Mm-hmm. But I think baseball has probably had the most, the most drastic change in the way the game, in the way the game is played, and just how like the development, the athleticism of the of the players now, is just it's it's it's, it's so different. different. And and even just the the pitching, like you said, Cy Young's win record. I mean, with how many now, how many pitchers you have on the on the team, you know, in, com- in comparison to back, you know, in the early 1900s, um, and even the the uh, the hitting ability of uh, yeah. of players now versus just, back then, it's just so almost. I almost feel like I almost feel like, in fairness to the players of the last, you know, 30 years, get creative. Yeah, some you know, an, I don't know if you have the a new era awards or i don't know but 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 something like there have been some incredible accomplishments in the last 30 years but they but get just brushed not. aside because they're they're not going to be the they're records gonna, yeah. of of yeah of, <laughs> of the 20th DiMaggio, century of, early 20th yeah, century yeah it's just not going to happen of cy young that i mean from the records we mentioned i don't know if any of those you know will get broken in our lifetime yeah um it would take it would take a miracle. It really would. It would have to take something like extremely impressive. It would have to take someone injecting twice as many steroids <laughs> as Barry Bonds to break his record. But, and his swing, I mean, you can say all you want about Barry Bonds, but his swing was pretty, man. Yeah. It was real pretty. Well, we're going to move on to our final segment and T's favorite segment, Let's doing do a little trivia. Let's do it. And again, we're, uh, our, our game, our segment, we, we have guess who, and uh, we're going to play who dat. And so, T, I'm going to read you some stats of Ooh, some yeah. baseball players, some All right. major league baseball players, and I want you to guess uh, who these players are, okay? All right, let's do it. You ready? This major league baseball player is a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame and a 13-time All-Star. He was one of the most prolific home run hitters in baseball history. His 630 home runs rank as the seventh most in MLB history. He was also an amazing defender and won 10 Gold Glove Awards in center field. Who is this player? Oh, man. All right. Were they... This one, I'm not... I don't feel as strong as with this one. Um, they, were they... Do they primarily play in the American League? Yes. Primarily, yes. Were they... Uh, they play in the uh, Pacific Northwest? Yes. Is it Ken Griffey Jr.? It is Ken Griffey yes. Jr. Good right, work. I got it. Yeah. I was I was uh, going back and forth. Probably one of the most iconic baseball players in 
our he lifetime. He just had that swagger about him. And we're talking. We were talking about Barry Bond swing. Yeah. Ken Griffey swing. Like, you can't teach that. That was just beautiful. Yeah. Our next one. This player, at the time of his retirement, held many of baseball's most esteemed records, including the career record for home runs. This was at the time, um, which was 714. He held the record for slugging percentage, runs batted in, bases on balls, and on-base uh, slugging percentage. Um, was this Henry Aaron? No. Was it Babe Ruth? Yes, okay. it was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. All right. This Major League Baseball player is in the Hall of Fame, is an MVP, a three-time Cy Young Award winner, three-time Triple Crown, seven-time All-Star, three-time World Series, two-time World Series MVP, and has and has a five-time ERA title. Oh, my word. Um... um. Oh, uh, let's see here. You said three-time Cy Young Award winner? Yes. So Cy Young and MVP. And MVP. Not many players have done that. And three-time World Series champion? Three-time World Series. Um, hmm. <laughs> wow, this is tough. I Play, played in Los Angeles. Played in Los Angeles. For the Dodgers? <laughs> yes, <we're> the, <laughs> the real team from from LA. Um, Once I tell you, you're gonna get really, really upset. Um, Sandy Koufax. Yes, I was about to say it before he showed it to me. <laughs> Sandy Koufax. I had to give him a little hint there, oh, ladies man. and gentlemen. I know. I was. Like, I didn't want him I to lose thinking, his Dodger. Uh, his Dodger. Uh, my, my Dodger card. Cred. Yeah, his Dodger card there. I know. I was I was thinking of I was trying to picture myself outside the stadium, looking at all the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of the stadium, and I was like, "Who is it?" Okay, Sandy, Sandy Koufax. Koufax. All right, this Major League Baseball player is a five-time World Series champion and a member of baseball's uh, exclusive three thousand hits club. He earned numerous accolades throughout his career in recognition of both his on-field skills and his commitment to the community. Some of his awards include World Series MVP in two thousand. 14-time MLB All-Star, five-time Gold Glove Award winner, five-time Silver Slug Award winner, and AL Rookie of the Year in 1996. His jersey is also retired with his team. Oh, 3,000 hits. Um, Man, I'm uh, I'm struggling with this one. I'm going to take a guess. Okay. I'm just going to say Jeter. Yes, it is Jeter. Jeter. Five-time World it. Series champion. That kind of gave it away. Well, it was the, the yeah, it was the, the, the 3,000 hits. Yeah. 3,000 hits. I was like, okay, this is uh, All right. I got it. There we go. This player in 1940, 1947. Okay. He engineered the Testing integration of professional sports in America by breaking the color barrier in baseball. He overcame numerous obstacles in his 10-year career to become one of the most uh, one of baseball's most exciting and dazzling players. Uh, he led the Brooklyn Dodgers to six pennants and one World Series title. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1962, his first year of eligibility. Who is this player, T? This is uh, from hailing from uh, UCLA. This is uh, Mr. Jackie Robinson from 42. Number 42, Number Jackie, 42 Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Man, what an amazing ball player and did so much for the game of baseball and really... Sports in general. Yeah, I mean, 
great great track and field star in college played football i think in high school too um great athlete shout out to branch ricky for uh giving him a chance yeah so uh yeah yeah it's a cool story absolutely well you did pretty well on that i was disappointed you didn't know sandy kofax i know the one (laughs) One team, that, the one Dodger. I think this is the second time you in a row. Like every other time. one right, but you did not get the one Dodger right. <laughs> this is the second trivia, I think, day or third trivia day where I didn't know my team. Well, hopefully player. you guys listening did pretty well on that one and uh, did better than T and got five out of five there. If you're a real baseball fan, you would have got five geniuses. out of five there. The geniuses of baseball. Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Water Break. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Water Break. New episodes are released every Monday, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button to be notified when a new episode is available. As you continue to listen to the podcast, we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to get feedback on the show or you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, send an email to waterbreakpod at gmail.com. Once again, that's waterbreakpod at gmail.com. We'll see you on the next episode of Water Break. Stay hydrated.